fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. With Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed, which immediately precedes this show. Also here this morning, uh, Jeffy from Chewing the Fat, that podcast, which is available wherever podcasts are sold for free, as is mine. (laughs) Correct. Yes. Uh, And again, now, Chewing the Fat, does that have anything to do with physique? Of the host, or no, it's just no, the title just, of the just, show. Just, yeah, you're Why chewing the you... fat. It's like a conversation. Yeah, with me. let's just go somewhere and chew the fat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. I just wanted to clear yeah. that up. I'm... Never mind that the logo has my face on a side of beef. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's just coincidence, yeah, right? Just coincidence. There was nowhere else to just put your logo, and they just had a side of beef handy, <laughs> <laughs> so they superimposed it there, which is interesting. All right, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Glenn is, uh, I think he's like he's having a weekend with Tony Robbins or something. This is not going to end well. I wouldn't think so. This is not going to end well. Last week I spent I spent the weekend with uh, Stephen Covey. Uh, he was he visited me from beyond the grave. Really? Yeah, yeah. We spent the weekend together. So it's interesting now that uh, Glenn's doing the same thing with oh. Tony Robbins. Huh? Wow. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> A really horrific shooting in New Zealand. Um, At least 49 people were killed in mass shootings at two mosques full of worshipers attending Friday prayers on what the Prime Minister called one of New Zealand's darkest days. One man was arrested and charged with murder in what appeared to be a carefully planned racist attack. He apparently freely and openly admits he's a racist. And hates immigrants. And he said, he said this was revenge uh, for their invasion. We'll get into that and uh, much more coming up on the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. If fake news was a product, it'd be a superfood. And I'll tell you why. If you take a look at a superfood container, it has a supplement facts panel. Wait a minute. Hang on just a second. I thought this was superfood. That means that's extracts instead of real food. With the goal of creating a real superfood, specially designed to enhance your health and to help you reach your full potential, a team of top physicians gathered to form Brickhouse Nutrition, and they're introducing Field of Greens. Now, Field of Greens is the real superfood, and the difference that sets it apart can be seen right there on the bottle. It has nutrition facts, not supplement facts. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real, certified vegan, vegetarian, USDA organic fruits and vegetables complete with prebiotics, probiotics and antioxidants. Never have a salad again. For a limited time, just go to BrickHouseGlen.com. Use the promo code GLEN. Get 15% off your first order. It's BrickHouseGlen.com. Experience the better you tomorrow. Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed and uh, Jeffy this morning for Glenn. 888-727-BECK, the phone number to call. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern uh, said the events in Christchurch, New Zealand, represented an extraordinary and unprecedented act of violence. And many of the victims apparently uh, might be migrants or refugees. She said it's clear that this can now only be described as a terrorist attack. In addition to those who died, 
uh, health officials said 48 people were being treated for gunshot wounds. So 48 injured. Last I heard, it was 20. Uh, injuries ranged from minor to critical. Uh, the guy talked about doing this. He bragged that he was going to do it. And then he live streamed it. Apparently, he rigged up a camera on his on a helmet and uh, filmed the whole thing. It's really, really horrific. And don't forget about his great eighty-seven page manifesto. Was it eighty-seven I mean, pages? Jeez, oh, he's just nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just crazy. CNN is hard at work, even as we speak, trying to blame Donald Trump for the shooting. In a place where this doesn't happen, right? America is the only place, we're told, by the left. All the time, this is the only place this ever happens. And then when it doesn't happen here, it's still the fault of the president. Because they can't blame the gun. Not in New Zealand, where guns are virtually banned. Not in Australia. He's from Australia, this murderer. Where guns were banned and confiscated. So you can't blame the gun because they've already done everything they could possibly do to rid their society of guns. So they've taken to blaming the president because everything's his fault. No matter what. Right. No matter where it happens and no matter what it is that happens. Read between the lines. It's a dog whistle. It's all his fault. And by the way, again, I love dog whistles are uh, whistles that only dogs can hear. That's why they call them dog whistles, because they're at a frequency so high humans can't hear it. So If you're, st- if you're using dog <laughs> whistles, no human is hearing you. <laughs> if it's a dog whistle code, that's fine, because nobody heard it. It's kind of what we want. Except dogs, and they're not going to do anything about it. You hope. <laughs> we hope, yeah. I feel pretty confident yeah. that the dogs aren't going to do anything so about it. So... When the dogs hear the dog whistle racism, so what? (laughs) If your dog is racist, oh well. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? You keep him on a leash is what you got to do. Right. That's right. So it's just a crazy world. And it's amazing how every single time it's Donald Trump. Every single time it's white people. I mean, it's so bad with that right now. We were actually blamed for white people air pollution this week whites are polluting i guess minority neighborhoods and then sneaking back really carefully to their beautiful suburban life where it's clean fresh air that country air that you breathe and uh, so you're not breathing the stuff you went and polluted in another neighborhood where the minorities live (laughs) i mean i don't even know how that works how does that work (laughs) i'm not quite sure i understand it myself it's, it's always white's fault. You know, the white privilege thing. So if you've accomplished something, so what? Uh, you had white privilege and you were you were given all that stuff. No matter whether you worked for it or not, it was given to you. Uh, and in, there's white income inequality and there's white pollution and white people are just bad. So deal with that. Okay. <laughs> deal with it. It's just a, it's a crazy, crazy, crazy time. Deadliest attack occurred at the Al Noor Mosque in Central Christchurch at 1:45 in the afternoon. 1:45. So in broad daylight, this guy went out and conducted this killing spree. So 41 people were apparently killed there. 
and then he drove across town and killed people at a at another mosque and he was taken into custody so the guy is still alive unlike most of these psychos he didn't uh kill himself at the end and police didn't kill him either so he's he's in custody now and no doubt we're gonna have to hear a bunch of his rantings and ravings i hope not and his lunacy i mean i'm sure i'm sure you're right but i sure hope uh he he also went after they're trying to present this as okay this guy is a right-wing guy uh but he attacked conservatives in his manifesto said your your time is gone conservatism is dead so he's got no love for conservatives and he also said he considers himself an environmentalist uh eco-fascist huh Fascist Strange. is the word? Yeah. And fascist, by the way. Fascism is not uh, a product of the right either. Fascism is on the left. Fascism comes from big government, which people on the right don't want. So if he's a fascist and an environmentalist, that's not a product of the right either. But that's how it will be spun, is that this guy is right wing. He got all of his ideas from Donald Trump, and then he went and killed people in New Zealand. Uh, Christchurch is the largest city on New Zealand's South Island. Um, And the city's been rebuilding since an earthquake in 2011, killed 185 people and destroyed many downtown buildings. So they've had their share of problems in in New Zealand over this time period, too. Uh, Really sad. And our thoughts and prayers go out to the people of New Zealand, which will be mocked, of course, uh, by the left, because thoughts and prayers do nothing. And apparently neither do gun bans. <laughs> <laughs> right? So there's I mean, we've that. Said it, we've said it all along. You know, the uh, when you have the gun bans, it's the, it's the law-abiding citizens. Who are without the guns. guns. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and th- see, the criminals and the psychos always find a way, don't they? They always find a way. In fact, in Great Britain, where they also banned guns and confiscated guns, and that happened in 96 or 97. And in the immediate aftermath of that, the gun violence actually went up 300%. 300% up. And then it leveled off for a while. Then it went back up. Then it went down. Then it went back up. And right now, in the last couple of years, it's been about the same as it was before the gun ban. So it did nothing. It, it didn't help the situation. In fact, what it did was encourage people to get knives and stab other people. So the bad people are still finding a way to do bad things in Great Britain. And it's gotten so bad with the knife attacks that one of the MPs in England, one of the members of parliament, is now proposing that they put GPS trackers into knife handles. Genius. It's brilliant, right? Genius. First of all, you sh- there should also be a three-day waiting period if you want to buy <laughs> silverware at a store. Uh, yeah, I'd like a butter knife. Okay, just sign right. here, and uh, we'll do the background check. You come back in three days. We'll see if you can get that uh, butter knife. We'll set, it, we'll set it in the back for you. It'll be right, waiting for you. <laughs> I mean, look, if you if you are just using knives to butter your bread or your mm-hmm. baked potato, you got nothing to worry you about. you got nothing to worry about. You're fine. Right. So if the tracker's in the handle of the butter knife, so what? You're not worry doing, anything, you're doing wrong. anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, you know, I told the story before. 
when my daughter, my youngest daughter, she's 18 now, but when she was three, she actually took a butter knife and buttered our dog. <laughs> was she planning on baking it? I, I'm not sure. We fortunately got to the dog and the butter before that happened. Uh, and it could have been sooner, though. It could have been sooner if we had a tracking device and the butter knife. Right. It could have pre- prevented a lot of hassle and uh, a really nasty dog bath. <laughs> and then when we took the butter away from her she found another way uh to cause trouble by yogurting the dog in a full uh she had a an entire container of yogurt that she dumped on the dog and then she didn't use a knife on that though no she used her hands that time smart see so that's what's gonna happen what do you you put a tracking device in her hands and then people are gonna people are gonna realize they can't (laughs) use a knife they're gonna have to use something else it's crazy. I mean, the whole thing is just, it's nuts. There's no way to prevent every bad thing from happening in life. No, there's you, not. you just can't do it. You, we, can't, we can't safety-proof the entire planet. It's, it's not possible. We could do our best. We're, we're trying. Yeah, you do what you can, and then, you know, you, you, things are just going to happen. 888-727-BECK. More of the Glenn Beck Program with Pat and Jeffy coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you need anything from a simple home repair to a major remodel, you need to know about HomeAdvisor. It's a totally free service that instantly connects you with top local service pros. HomeAdvisor is a very easy way to find a home contractor, and for me, it's the only way. You can use HomeAdvisor for everything. Your house cleaning, your painting. Electricians, plumbers, handymen. We've had nothing but fabulous every single time. Just select the type of work you need done, and HomeAdvisor's ProFinder technology instantly finds top pros in your area. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use their cost guide to find out what hundreds of other repair and improvement projects cost in your area. I think everybody should use HomeAdvisor. In fact, I tell everybody to use HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor is a total solution to any type of work you would ever want to do around your house. And best of all, it's completely free. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. Great and uh, Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. You know, you were talking about people uh, going against uh, faith and prayers and thoughts and prayers. Uh, for sure, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez has already done that. Uh, she tweeted out uh, at the end, uh, "What good are your thoughts and prayers when they don't even keep the pews safe?" And that was just the end of her tweet. She is just despicable. Now, oh, man, uh, you know she. Uh, this mm. was, uh, I believe, that she was uh, walking around with. Uh, ash on her forehead uh, from ash wednesday a week uh, ago a week ago wednesday yeah uh, Yeah. you know she's uh it's a little bit of hypocrisy uh, isn't it a tad a tad huh so you're you're going to uh belittle people of faith even though supposedly you're a person of faith right unbelievable i mean she she is really something isn't she yes she is Yes, she is. And I, I think that she's becoming uh, more really something to many other members of Congress. So I don't know how, I mean, she might be a one term. That's the one good thing is she's rankled so many feathers in Washington, including Nancy Pelosi's, that uh, I think the Democrats will primary her. 
It feels like they I, will. I'm hoping that they've had enough of her nonsense already, and they're, they've got another year and a half of it. So there's going to be a lot more from her that they just can't stomach, and they're going to want to get rid of her. And I don't know how they – I don't know, you know, with the way the press loves her, though, um, yeah. that's going to be a tough fight. Yeah. Uh, Glenn brought something up yesterday that I uh, – I don't know if I should reference it, but it is – Oh, no, I, I watched it. You're talking Fascinating. about the, the, the choice thing? Yes. Yeah, I, I watched there's that. A, there's a guy. I don't know that I believed that. There's a guy named Mr. Reagan. You can look this up and check out all the details. But he goes into an interesting yeah, theory. He does. About AOC and where she came from and who is behind her yeah. campaign. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I mean, I'll leave it at that, I guess. But it's interesting. It, and is, it is interesting. And I'm not sure I don't believe I it. I know. You want to believe it. I did. I, did. I don't I know if I want it. to, no, but I... I think I do. I mean, he's got some compelling video yes. evidence of it. Uh, and I'd like to see more of it. But last I checked, there were 1.4 million people who had watched that video. You can go to YouTube and just type in Mr. Reagan if you're interested. It's fascinating. It's it's at least it's at least worth a look. Oh yes, <laughs> you know. Oh yes, it is. And you know, yeah. don't take it to the bank because you know who knows. There's a lot of stuff in there that may be completely inaccurate. But he makes a really good case. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So do very you, you wound up case. not believing it. No, I wound up wanting to believe it. You know, like I, I felt like man, that's right. But then mm-hmm. every time I see things of that nature, yes, it true. ends up being false. True. That's very true. Yes. And so it I don't want to be had. It felt like if you buy into this, you know, you would have to buy into a, uh, a bunch of other conspiracies stuff and, and all of that. And, then, and I don't. You know, two months from now, we're going to get called out saying, ha ha. Right. This it was guy, all fake. Yeah. Faked and, it. And uh, yeah. I mean, you could take the things, the video clips that he showed out of context. But I was trying to think, OK, in what context would that have been said? I know. That makes it okay. And I, and I think that's why we really uh, haven't seen it everywhere, right? I mean, a million people yeah. have seen it on YouTube. Yeah. So people have, some people have seen it, no question. But it's not everywhere. It's not mm-hmm. prevalent. And I think that's maybe why, right? Everybody's just kind of taking, taking a step back with it. Proceed with caution. But <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's but interesting. It. It's interesting. Triple eight nine hundred. No, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Almost used the uh, phone number there for Pac Ray Unleashed. Um, also, Gunmaker Remington, it's been ruled by the Connecticut Supreme Court, can be sued over how it marketed the the AR-15 used to kill 20 children and six educators at Sandy Hook this in 2012. Incredible. That is a, incredible. That is an incredible, frightening, it sure is. terrible ruling. Gun control advocates touted the ruling as providing a possible roadmap for victims of other mass shootings to circumvent a long-criticized federal law that shields gun manufacturers from liability in most cases when their products are used in crimes. Gun rights supporters obviously bashed the decision as judicial activism and overreach. It was a 4-3 to three decision, and they reinstated a wrongful death lawsuit against Remington and overturned the ruling of a lower court judge who said the entire lawsuit was prohibited by the 2005 law. Obviously, this is going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court. It has to. It has to. It has to. Because this can't stand. No. What a great way around the Second Amendment. Right. 
to, the, to go after the gun manufacturers. You know they're going to do this. This is the plan. You know, okay, we're all about the Second Amendment. Of course we, of course. I just think these gun manufacturers have to be held accountable. Well, if you drive out the gun manufacturers... Oh, we're not saying you can't have guns. No. They, well, is that what you're trying to say? We're just that, saying that's they can't insane. be manufactured. That's all. Well, they could, look, they could be manufactured at great cost. Sure. Yeah, if you want to pay $150,000 for an AR-15, go ahead. That's your right. It's essentially what the they Second did. Amendment. That's what they did with the machine gun, plus put some other restrictions on it. But... Uh, they're incredibly expensive, incredibly, and they they could do the same thing with the they AR-15. Absolutely could, and they want to. You know, they want to. They'll go after the bullets and they'll go after the guns themselves. It's no, a weapon of death. And then they'll say, "No, but I'm all about the Constitution. I yeah. love the Second oh. Amendment." What? No, I've what? never said the Second Amendment. Uh, it's just that these weapons are not not <laughs> right. weapons that people, everyday people, should be using. Well, they're. They're obviously for one purpose and one purpose only. And Thank that's you. To kill people. Thank that's you. To kill got, people. We, we don't need that. No, we do not. We don't need that. No one, no one wants that. No one wants I'm that. I'm telling you, they've been trying this kind of stuff. And to get that support from the Connecticut Supreme Court, that's exactly what they're looking for. It sure is. No one is a bigger Second Amendment supporter than, oh, than me. Please. But. I but. Love. Him. But. But. <laughs> but something are, has to be done. Thank you. And if it Thank saves you. one life, isn't it worth it? I, uh, yes. Yes. More Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeff coming up. This podcast is sponsored by simplysafe.com slash Glenn. I love doing commercials for Simply Safe because I have this system. In fact, I have it in my office even where we have a lot of collectibles. So when we lock up the doors on the weekend, we know nobody's going to, you know, steal the ruby slippers or the cup of a carpenter. Simply Safe is the best home security. They believe nothing should come between you and protecting your home. Simply Safe has created a system where you own the alarm system. So for $14.95 a month, they give you the 24/7 monitoring. It's all wireless so you don't have to worry about somebody cutting the lines or the power going out. All of it still works. Get a jump on protecting your home the Simply Safe way. SimplySafe.com slash Glenn. G L E N N. No time like the present. This is how you protect your home and your stuff. SimplySafe.com slash Glenn. Great to have you with us on this uh, Friday morning on the Glenn Beck program. It's Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn, uh, 888-727-BECK, if you'd like to get in touch with us. Uh, During the course of the show, we've got uh, Beto O'Rourke, who announced this week that he is running for president. So, And you knew he would. Even though he said he mm -hmm. wasn't going to, you knew that the... the the unequivocally the, said he wasn't yeah, he, going uh, to absolutely said he wasn't going to but you look that he and his wife heard what the american people said and wanted and he had to run well when the american people are clamoring for you to run right, right. you know what are you gonna so, do yeah you can't say no to that you could but <laughs> no you, you, you could no you I mean, actually could you could you, you, you can't you don't have you to ha- run you have to go against what you said <laughs> earlier you have to you have to go i sure sure people are gonna think you lied yeah sure yeah yeah but, you, but it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter because <laughs> the job is too important and you're, you're too important in it. But the country is too important. Plus, if I could quote him for a second, man, I was just born to do this. 
Is that, is that a full quote? It's a full quote. <laughs> Man, I was just born to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. So yesterday, he, uh, this is, you know, mandatory. He had to start talking climate change no. and the the important fight on climate change. And here's Beto in that regard. Well, the current president says he doesn't believe in climate change. Uh, I don't know how many countries are on the face of the planet, 192 muscle metals. Um, Thank you, Spanish the indispensable there. nation be the only country that has removed itself from any obligation to work with anyone on perhaps the most pressing problem. If you think of our leadership, those who think preceded us, uh-huh. right? Yeah, those right. who were on the beaches in Normandy, those who faced an Please existential don't do, don't threat do this. to no. Western democracy and our way of life, they showed us the way. We, we can all come together, we can unite, uh-huh. we can marshal the resources, and we can, we come can together. being the countries of the world around otherwise unsolvable Problem. That, sure. That's who we are. That's why they call us the indispensable nation. Well, that moment is now for Thank us you. on this issue. <laughs> so if you. there's a time to reassert global leadership uh, and uh-huh. make friends instead yep. of enemies, it's today because it's today the challenges because. are too great to do otherwise. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot there. Perfect. But the comparison <laughs> a lot there. to storming the beaches at Normandy. I mean, you can well see how you get there. <laughs> no, actually, I can't. Jeffy, oh, really? Can you help me with that? No, because that's, uh, uh-huh. because we're the indispensable nation. Right. And people, uh, yes. other countries are just waiting for us <laughs> to, fix to, it. to fix it. I mean, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. we all saw right. in the documentary Independence Day. That's when right. the world was going to be taken over by aliens, the other countries were just waiting for us to save them, and we and finally we did. did. And we did. we're the indispensable nation. Do other countries actually call us the indispensable <laughs> nation, as he asserts? They may because, call us something uh, nation. Yeah. I don't I know that don't, the word is indispensable. I don't think it is, actually. <laughs> I, I would be so insulted if I were a World War II veteran for his comparison to Normandy. <laughs> oh, my God. For the, for the climate change fight. It's just pathetic. Uh, and we we need to come together. We need to bring the world together on this non-existent problem. And we also need to bring the world together to find the tooth fairy. I want to do both of these things. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes. I want to bring the world okay. together and finally, finally find the tooth fairy because I'm a little hacked off at him. I'm finding that he is giving my grandkids like 10 bucks a tooth. Whoa. I got 25 Whoa. cents. Don't have your grandkids talk to my kids. Really? Yeah, because he's ripping my kids off. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need to come together. Yeah, thank you. Okay. And find yes, the tooth right. fairy, him or her. I, you know, I is is there, I think the gender is fluid on the tooth fairy. I, I don't know. But we need to come together and... Uh, find that non-existent being just like we need to fix this non-existent problem now is it a problem that the world the world has warmed 0.9 degrees in a hundred years uh it doesn't scare me that much especially since we've had an 18 year pause here in the meantime because warmer weather does what uh helps food grow and so i'm not seeing the real major change do you know that even nasa came out this week even NASA came out and said the increase in ice has offset any melting there's been. Huh. Huh. So you're saying it's melted in some places, yes, but it's also increased in other places. So really what's happening is the Earth mm-hmm. and Mother Nature right. are just kind of 
taking care of itself. And, yeah, and sort of doing what it's always done, which is fascinating. Do you it mean is, the weather has changed before on this planet? When did... What? No. <laughs> Until man, it's always been static, right? It's always been the exact same. If the oceans didn't do what the oceans do, we'd have melted by now. You kidding me? I mean, that's that's those are reports that have actually happened. Yes, carbon emissions also trap heat. Today's report shows oceans have absorbed ninety percent of that heat, right? Raising ocean temperatures by half a degree. Uh Had all that heat gone into the atmosphere, why air temperatures could have risen by more than two hundred (laughs) degrees? Right. Thank you. Thank you. Think of that. If the Earth didn't function the way it's supposed to and the way it does, we'd be dead. Yeah, it'd be two hundred and (laughs) sixty degrees today in Dallas. Two hundred and sixty degrees. Now that's a tad uncomfortable. Just a tad. Yes, you're running your AC a little extra then. Uh, I don't think we could afford the bill. I really don't. No. (laughs) Not if it's 260 outside. It's bad enough when it's 105. If it's 260, (laughs) uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that wouldn't be good. No, it would not. So, I mean, it's so ridiculous. I love that clip. That's one of my favorite clips. Me me too. It's just just amazing to me. Because it's like, wait, you didn't know that the Earth did this? You didn't know the ocean absorbed heat? Seriously? If every car ran a red light, there'd be accidents at every corner. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Right. Who knew? Uh, it's just amazing. Uh, just, it's just fascinating. To well, me. it's asinine. And, and that's why the problem is just they look at us like we're science deniers. They can deny all kinds of science, like actual gender. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Yes. Like whether a fetus is a human being before it's born. All of that kind of science they ignore. But if we are skeptical that there's catastrophic climate change already... We're the crazy ones. We're crazy. We're We're out of our minds. You're not doing anything. Why do you hate the planet? Yeah. Why do you hate people? Well, no, you're the ones who say the world is overcrowded. I don't hate people. Uh, And I love... We've got plenty of room, actually. Plenty of room. You don't like it here. Move someplace else. Every single person, every living person. I think we've given this fact before. Every living person on this planet could fit on the island of Maui. Every person on Earth. Now, it'd be now, a, a tad crowded, but uh, you could. You could fit every, all seven and a half billion of us. Think of that. On Maui. The world's not overcrowded. Wow. That's a, that's a. It's an amazing that statistic. That sure is. That sure is. And, you know, right. Obviously, we don't want to do that. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want it that wouldn't to be happen. advisable. No, because I'm afraid that the island might tip over and uh, capsize. capsize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what Hank was concerned about. Yeah, maybe was that you know he was thinking of that fact, right? When he talked to the the uh, the naval, I think he was. Was it, a, was it a general or yeah, was it, it was, a? Uh, it was the admiral. It was, the Navy, it, it I was think? in the Marine Corps. A guy in the Marines, I think. My, my fear, his fear is that, was that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated, populated that it will tip over and uh, and capsize. I love the response. To uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> What a classy I, I and know. kind response. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and he was an admiral. And it was just, it, oh, he's an yeah. admiral. And okay. he's like, uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> we don't anticipate that. And as he's walking out, uh, though, I think he could be heard saying that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. 
You know he had a good time when he got back to the barracks or whatever. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, All right. 888-727-BECK. And look, something's got to be done, right? I mean, even Mm -hmm. Rick Perry is saying that he's open to talking to AOC about the new Green Deal. This is amazing. You know, he... What uh, is the matter with Rick Perry? So Rick Perry wants to sit down and talk climate change, the Green New Deal with AOC? Look, she shouldn't be just, uh, you know, rebuked for pushing the New Green Deal. Did he actually say that? Yeah. She should not now be rebuked. He, but now okay. he, he said that, you know, it, it, she shouldn't be castigated for pushed, or pushed aside just on the face of her comments. I mean, she wants a, a, to live in a place with clean air and water. So do I. That is unbelievable. Now, he later went on to say, you know, uh, suggested a blanket rejection of the New Green Deal um, would be counterproductive. So there you go. You can't just, just completely okay. reject it. A blanket rejection of spending sixty to one hundred trillion dollars yeah, on this non-existent catastrophic. But I problem. think you can understand, like Rick, that you'd rather be agreeable. No, <laughs> no, no, I can't. And this is the problem with Rick Perry. Uh, you know, for a while you go you go along and you think, man, he's really good. No, I like what he says and does. No, he's been a great governor. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, that'll come out of his mouth, and you're like. Wait, I'll just, what? I'll just shoot her down. We just told her no. I mean, I she's, that's is... ridiculous. And when you hear a ridiculous proposal, that's how you should treat it. No, I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. <laughs> now, because she's 29 years old, we're supposed to treat her like she's a child, yes. according to some. Who was it that was just talking about her youthful enthusiasm? Oh, it was, um, it was uh, Geraldo Rivera on Fox. He was saying... Uh, that she shouldn't be dismissed and she shouldn't be mocked and she shouldn't be laughed at. She's only 29 years old. Come on. Yeah. 29. She's not four. She's not four years old. Well, I mean, Pelosi she's was a saying that, woman. that, that uh, Omar was, you know, not responsible for her. Didn't know the weight of her words, right? She's 37. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know the weight of your words. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know you the do. weight of your words. Absolutely. You, you do. do. Yep. All right, triple eight seven two seven B E C K Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Pat Gray and uh, Jeff Fisher for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. There was a mob hit this week in New York for the first time in a while. Yeah, since uh, like eighty five. Right, since Castellano got killed in front of the steakhouse. Mm. Uh, the And I don't know that it's a, a mob war. It's more of a just a takeover. Uh, Francesco Frankie Boy Cali, 53. Uh, multiple gunshots. Mob-ish, I would say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Frankie uh, in, Boy Cali. In, in front of his home. Oh, uh, I know. He got shot six times. There were 12 shots. He took six of them. Oof. Uh, and it's amazing how he came out because he, uh, you know, the guy. Didn't they run him over, too? No, they did not run him over. I know a oh, lot of people didn't. said he ran over because they, he was under the car. Yeah. He was crawling away trying to save his life oh, from, wow. the, from the shooter. Wow. So that's what made people think he was run over because he was under the car, but no. Because uh, the, the hitman backs into Callie's car and crashes into it, and the, backs his truck into it, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, the, we're looking for a blue pickup truck. Okay. And uh, there's not none of those in the state of New York today. No. And no. Uh, so Callie comes out of the house and to see what's going on. Right? Without his walks. protection? I know. He felt comfortable. The wife and kids are in the house. I mean, as a mom boss, you should know, know. better than that. smarter than that. I wow. know. 
So he goes out to see what's going on and then walks out and the guy, you know, gets out of the truck and his license plate is on the ground. He picks up the license plates and hands it to Frankie boy. And the Frankie boy turns around to throw it in the car and that's when he starts shooting him. And, uh, oh man. Uh, and gets it from that. I mean, it was, and look, no, the, there's footage, there's mm. home security footage of the blue truck and there's of the shooting, you know, but nobody could make out the guy's face, the shooter's face or any of it. Um, so, uh, you know they got nothing. They got nothing. However, um, you know he's family. You know he's a nephew-in-law to John Gambino. Okay, but the, so the wife is. Oh the yeah, niece. this guy's the head of the Gambino family. Yes, and, yes he is. But somebody just got out of. Was it Gotti's brother well, that got yeah, out of the, jail? No, he, and t- they he took over him, after Gotti right? died. Right, John Gotti was yeah. the guy that killed Castellano uh, wow. in front of the steakhouse. You know, so mm-hmm. to take over, but. Gotti's brother Gene was just let out of the prison a few months ago. I'm sure that's just coincidence. I, I'm well, yeah, sure. no, it's just yeah. part of the story. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh right. my gosh, no, you aren't thinking that he <laughs> no, was responsible. That, no, no, no. Okay, no. All right, so I mean, he, no. he, he was a, he was in prison for a long time over you know selling heroin and doing heroin trafficking and uh, I'm sure uh, it was a setup. He probably didn't do any of those things. Right, and he's only been in prison for you know I, I say a while, 29 years. 29 years yeah so i mean he's a little he's a little happy to be out and then coincidentally coincidentally he's a released, few months a few and months. the head of the gambino family is murdered yeah and so i don't know fascinating i, look, I don't know if gene's gonna take over it's mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. i mean what there's an opening <laughs> what's he gonna do say no no you wouldn't you wouldn't i mean it's tough living to be a mob in the mob these days it's tough living it's not like it used to be it's not the good no, old days. It's no. not the good old mafia days. It's you tough can't just living. go back to Sicily for a while and hang out and hide away. And uh, there's, there's, <laughs> you just don't do that. Yeah, kind you of can't thing do anymore. it anymore. That's no. tough. Yeah, you know, you got the cartels. Yeah, you got the government breathing down your neck. You got the Russians. I mean, it's, it's tough. tough. It's a tough you, life. You gotta, you gotta downsize a little bit. Your crew's gotta be a little bit smaller. Oh, you be a little, no. Yeah, I know. No, they're not living as high on the hog uh, as they no, once no, were. Not quite. Oh, oh, I know. Don't say that. Well, I, I know it's frustrating for me, too. <laughs> oh, man. So are the cops not really trying to solve this? I don't know. I mean, this... I mean of course they're trying to solve it, right? Yeah. I mean, they're shooting yeah. up a neighborhood. I love they, the, they quoted some of the neighbors in the neighborhood, and the one comment was, there weren't a lot of neighborhood barbecues going on. <laughs> no so... kidding. Really? <laughs> With the so mob sure. boss of the Gambino family? So I'm sure they're family? trying to solve it, but I don't know huh. how much information they're getting. Yeah, I'd like to... I'd like you to come over to my house for a barbecue over there. I'd like to make you an offer you can't refuse over there. You're listening to Glenn Beck. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-727-BECK. It is Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Jeff Fisher from Chewing the Fat. Uh, Both podcasts you can find uh, wherever podcasts are sold for free. (laughs) So (laughs) you don't pay a single dime for them. It's awesome. And uh, you can hear Pat Gray Unleashed immediately preceding this show on the Blaze Radio and TV Network. 
Uh, Operation Varsity Blues heating up. Operation Ar- Varsity Blues. <laughs> we'll get into College it in, scam. in just a second uh, after a one-minute break, and then we'll get right back into it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Why pay your hard-earned money to join an organization that fought tooth and nail for a government-run health care system, one that scripted portions of White House speeches behind closed doors to ensure the passage of the Affordable Care Act, the organization that stood against tax cuts for middle-class Americans and small business owners? That's AARP. Join AMAC instead, the conservative alternative. AMAC offers the same kinds of money-saving benefits of AARP without the liberal agenda. Become an AMAC member right now at AMAC. AMAC.us slash radio. AMAC fights for your values, protecting our borders by enforcing common sense immigration laws, supporting small business, and standing up for your individual God-given freedoms. AMAC is the way to go. Stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight by becoming a member today. The benefits are great, but the cause is even greater. Join right now at AMAC.us slash radio. That's AMAC.us slash radio. AMAC is better. Better for you. Better for America. Pat Gray and uh, Jeffy for Glenn today. 888-727-BECK. All right, so the latest on uh, Operation Varsity Blues. I mean, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing what uh, what's happening, right? So mm-hmm. Laughlin is uh, you know out on bail. I mean, I don't know that I feel as safe as I did when she was taken in custody. <laughs> but you know it's no, okay cause she's back out on the street isn't yeah, she yeah they did finally come up with bail yeah they did and uh, so, now Lori laughlin is wandering around free somewhere i'm scared and look I'm she scared. can travel right she can travel she's been working in british columbia and the judge said okay you can go there that's it though she doesn't need to though that's because it. she's been fired by the hallmark right. channel right again I mean, it is no due process uh can she have her day in court first i mean no uh, no no they cannot no you it just doesn't matter anymore, the the due process in this country. You're no. just fired instantly based on the accusation. Now, she's probably guilty, I guess, but you don't know that for a fact yet. No, and look, Hallmark has, I mean, completely pulled the plug, right? Mm. We were, they were saddened by the recent allegations. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're no longer be working with Laughlin. We've stopped development of all productions involving her. Wow. And she's so been did a they, big thing for them. Yeah, did they shut down the show then? I, 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 I guess. Does everybody have to pay because she paid to get her daughter into school? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, wow. What, aren't we presumed innocent? Because she's, she, my wife and I, uh, well, I used to watch this a few times. Uh, the, when Calls the Heart, I think is the show, right? And um, oh, yeah. that was the Hallmark show. So... Have they? If they've stopped production of it, there's a lot of actors and actresses that are affected by that. Yeah, I mean, maybe the show still unfair. goes on. I don't know, and unless they just wipe out her character, right? Which is possible. Yeah. we're just not dealing with her anymore. Yeah. Gone. She's gone. What? Ha- what happened to mom? Oh, she's gone. <laughs> mom? Who? <laughs> right. Just gone. Wow. Right. So I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems strange. I mean, they, they keep tr- for the Jesse. Uh, Smollett case. I mean, they kept he's ramming on... it into our face that he's a presumed innocent and he's right. claiming not guilty, and right. we have to we have to let let justice take its course. And so he's still on that show, yeah. Which uh, they had the first 
new episode of Empire, I guess, on when was it Wednesday night? I missed since, it. Sorry. Since love, the big scandal. I television. I apologize for missing it. Yeah, I missed it as well. And so did a lot of other people because it was way down in the ratings. So maybe people are just disgusted by it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. know. I mean, they were struggling it's interesting anyway. that they have. They're waiting for that to play out. Right. I think that's a good thing. Even I, I though think it is too. what he did is reprehensible. Now, Hallmark can absolutely do this. And look, Hallmark, you know, I guess prides themselves in their squeaky clean Hallmark world. So, yeah, you yeah. know, any kind of any kind of stain on that, they mm-hmm. don't want. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I get it. They but. can't have Operation Varsity Blue. No, no you cannot. Ruining their... <laughs> Tonight's episode, Inside Hallmark. A Quinn Martin production. I love it. Then, on a very special Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> oh, love Jake and the Fat it, Man. It's interesting, too, to to get this inside look at the Hollywood elites that think they're above everything, including their kids not getting into schools they don't deserve well, look, to be hey, in. Look, she wanted the best for her kids, right? Yeah, I mean, she, I, yes. I, I, I you do, can understand I that, can but understand. you don't understand the cheating no, aspect but, 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 of it. I, 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 right? I don't understand the bribery, you know, the coaches that are taking money to do this. You know, I mean, think of the 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 guy that's doing this for them. I mean, he's the what's his name, Singer, whatever. Yeah, he's the guy. Uh-huh. I mean, he's out there uh, bribing these coaches, right? And, you know, think of the job he's doing. I mean, he's working hard for you. And he admitted. He said, "Yeah, I've done it all I and mean, more." How do you do that? Think and of, more. Think of that. You go. You you walk around campus going, "Hey, uh, how's the rowing team coming? What are you, what are you pulling down a year?" I was like, what if I throw you an extra million? You let this kid in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a, it would be hard right? to turn down. He's out there working for you. Well, the uh, the USC athletic official, the athletic director official, uh, somebody in the athletic department that helped get uh, Lori Laughlin's child in, got right. $500,000. for Just from this one event? Right. $500,000? So I see going after these guys. I really do. Because that, that's that's complete complete mistrust and fraud. And, and But the parents just mm-hmm. want the best for their kids. I mean, the parents, you're going after the parents? Come on. Yes, you're going after the oh, parents. They just want the best for their They're kids. They're scamming the system. And well. the problem is, really, it plays into that the rich just think they can get away with murder in okay, this country. Okay, well, but so what if what if uh, what if Laughlin built the Laughlin Hallmark Building acting class? Then building nobody at would USC? have a problem. Nobody would have a problem, would they? Yeah. So I mean, I that's why I'm kind of nobody would have a problem with that. And it's, that is true. Uh, that is true. Uh, as far as her daughter, uh, Olivia, Olivia, I think is her name, Olivia Jade. Jade, yeah, Olivia Jade. Uh, she apparently makes thirty to fifty thousand dollars per episode of uh, her Instagram posts that she does. Good luck. She's got a bunch of sponsors, and they pay her a fortune yeah. for that stuff. Good luck. That's good amazing. Luck keeping that though. No, she's not going to I now. Mean, good luck. Right? They'll all drop her. I mean, the... it's too bad. It's I mean, it's too bad they had to do this. Yes, you should have. You should have followed the rules, and because you had a great life. Right. She didn't want to do it anyway. And your daughter's she, doing fine, and she said she didn't want to be in school right. anyway. She didn't want to do it anyway. You're forcing her to do this, and you, you went about it the, the wrong way, right? You're forcing her to do it, and you went about it the wrong way to make her do it. Right. So, I mean. Right. Then And then, you know, having the FBI arrest you and going through all this seems a bit much for this to me. Yes. Well, the, especially the way Just they arrested uh, Felicity Huffman this week. Well, I mean. She's, they busted into her house, guns drawn. 
<laughs> you can't really? have. You can't look. You were could Felicity not have her t- Huffman, turn herself in. Felicity Huffman and William H Macy were going to have a shootout with police. Right, come, come on! At five o'clock in the morning, they're going to get up and have a big shootout. Really? If you would have really? called them or their attorney, I'm sure she would have turned yes. herself in the same way yes. Lori Laughlin did. Yes. Yeah, yes, a little bit of I guess there's, I guess there's yeah, some people, overkill. there's still a few people uh, on the list uh, as part of uh, Operation Varsity Blues that uh, uh, have not been apprehended. Yeah. So some are turning themselves in, they're waiting to be turned in, and some are on the run. You know, some they're out looking for still. But uh, That's for, crazy. for the, for, and again, I, I get, then it goes back to, well, you're treating the rich different? They have to just turn themselves in? Well, yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm doing that's what i'm doing not, it's okay i've you know it's okay i i think if it's a violent crime you treat him somewhat differently yes absolutely yes but thinking this that, is pretty white call i don't stuff. think that i don't think that uh, they're going to be armed and dangerous which what you, is what you're assuming if you're arresting them with guns drawn yeah well that they they say that's standard procedure and i'm sure it is uh, okay but you do need to bring them in that way it's just, it's kind of kind of overkill right. but listen uh, you know, it, <laughs> It is way overkill as far as I'm concerned, but you know, mm-hmm. they're criminals and that's mm-hmm. what happens, right? Especially when you're involved in varsity blues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. And, and again, let's go back to what a great point that you made about uh, uh, due process, the whole, the whole due process and uh-huh. presuming them to be innocent because they're already guilty. Yeah, that's it's I completely mean, we've, gone. We've already put them out in, in jail. Presumption of innocence is just not a thing anymore nope. in America. When it as it applies to your job nope. and public opinion, you're just done. You're, it's you're over. accused of anything like this, you're or you know, saying something stupid to a woman or doing something stupid with a woman at, in the workplace. You're just done. You're Gone. just over. Have a nice day. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter whether you're guilty or not. You've been accused, and that's enough now. Amazing. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Here's an unfortunate fact that applies to most financial advisors. They're not legally required to act in your best interest. Creative planning is different. Our certified financial planner practitioners are always a fiduciary, which means they're required by law to always act in your best interest. Call 866-CREATIVE or visit creativeplanning.com to learn more. Investment strategies recommended by Creative Planning are not assured of earning a profit or avoiding a loss in declining markets. Are you tired of plastic chair mats that dent or crack and the corners curl up? You need a glass chair mat by Vitraza. They're made of super strong glass, strong enough to hold a thousand pounds and never dent. You'll glide on a smooth glass chair mat, and they're beautiful. Want to know how to get one? Buy direct at Vitraza.com. We stock 12 popular glass chair mat sizes and ship to your home or office free. Order online and save 10% with discount code GLASS. Vitraza.com. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Uh all right, let's talk to John in Utah. John, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hi. Hey Pat. Hey Jeffy, how's it going? Good. Doing well. You really concerned Good. or are you just making small talk? Absolutely not. I couldn't yeah, Not could, yeah, okay. Talk. That's what I I was feeling some of that. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. So uh the twenty nineteen legislative session just wrapped up here yeah. in Utah. And mm-hmm. 
apparently in the budget, they set aside one and a half million dollars for a shrine for Orin Hatch. What? Nice. <laughs> what? The yeah, shrine the- to Orin Hatch, one one and a half million dollars. Yeah, and you the gotta thing be is, is that me. Orin <laughs> lobbied for this. He wanted two million dollars for it. <laughs> Seriously? That's yeah. a, that's Im- that's embarrassing. That's Im- he should be ashamed of himself. Orrin Hatch annoyed. lobbied the Utah legislature to bro- to provide two million dollars for a statue or a shrine to him. Well, yeah. Well, part of it is that they're going to do a like a replica of his office in the Senate. <laughs> that is crazy. Good. So yeah. and it's only look. It's one point five million. 1.5. Right. Yeah. Out of the oh. whole budget of Utah, I'm yeah. sure that's just a drop in the bucket. Oh. So, hey, go ahead and do it. Uh, is anybody but you hacked off about this in Utah, John? Um, so, I'm hearing a lot of people that are annoyed. Especially, and especially uh, annoyed isn't hacked off, though. Here. <laughs> I, okay, I mean, fine. that's... Off. That is crazy. I know. Annoyed isn't hacked off, though, because people get annoyed and then up goes the shrine. You're right. Uh, they get annoyed, and people then they get, just provide a million and a half dollars right. for a shrine. People get hacked off. Maybe they, maybe it doesn't go up. Thanks, John. I mean, do people not remember who Orrin Hatch is? What yeah, he did while he was in office? Year senator is what. what yeah, what yeah, he is. okay, and my a, friend, and a good one too. Okay, that sided with Ted Kennedy on every issue. I remember there uh, a, a while ago. This is maybe last year uh, when Ted Kennedy's son was talking about Kennedy and oh, yeah. Hatch's relationship. Yeah, yeah. Because you're working with them. Because that's how he did. He forged these personal bonds. Him and Orrin Hatch, mm-hmm. you know, Orrin Hatch, I think, got elected probably bashing your dad. You he know, says right? it. Yeah. He came to yeah. Washington uh-huh. to counteract mm-hmm. my dad's vote. Orrin Hatch did. Right. right. And then what happened? cutting every deal in the world <laughs> because he knew it was yeah. going to pass if Ted Kennedy signed off on uh-huh. it and he was sponsor of it, sure. then boom. Everyone else would say, oh, well, geez, if Warren and Ted are for it, then bang. Right. Yeah. What bang. a revolutionary bang. concept. Uh, hello, Utah. Uh, did you maybe not hear that little? <laughs> did, did you maybe not follow his exploits for, during those 40 years in office? Warren Hatch was terrible. He was a terrible senator. I wouldn't give one penny to a shrine to Orrin Hatch. <laughs> now, this article uh, from oh uh, Salt Lake uh, Tribune uh, said we could spend the money in more responsible ways. Oh, you uh, think? What? You think? What? Is this no. some sort of quack writing this article? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at the byline. Who's responsible for that? <laughs> for that article? That is just unconscionable. That. Oh, this is uh, Michelle Quist. Uh, she believes the Hatch Shrine is one more sign of Utah's GOP's bro club. Uh, you, yes. And, and yes, it is. Yeah. You're 100% correct, Michelle. You, you're exactly right. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I don't I don't agree with the Salt Lake Tribune on much, but <laughs> we're together on that. Yeah, no kidding. That's despicable. Uh, Mike in Florida. You're on the Glenn Beck Program with hey. Pat and Jeffy. Hi. Hey, Pat. How are you doing today? Doing good. I um, just wanted to talk about why people get pushed into doing some of these uh, things with the Varsity Blues. For instance, my child was a valedictorian, 5.0, had over 50, 150, 200 community service hours, but couldn't get into a Florida school because we had Florida prepaid and our tuition's like a, uh, like 10% of what the out-of-state people pay. So here we're stuck having to send our child somewhere else because of money issues with the school, and I don't think that's fair. No, I don't. And I think that's part of the thing that pushes these people. 
Hmm. Wow. So with a 5.0, which yes. out yes. of so a 4.0, yeah, possibility. Well, they, they have the thing now. Yeah, know, I know. The new thing, I guess. I know, and that's I mean, amazing. on the SATs. Did you say? She... on the SATs. Wow. How much you pay for that? <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm wondering. That's about what you have to do. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the kids are Thank not you. getting in that that's deserve crazy. it. And they, it's all because of money. I'm not aware of the I'm not aware of the uh, hmm. issue with uh, the schools though on that because I had Florida prepaid too uh, at one time and uh, it, you know it was I don't know that there was ever a problem with that I mean my son ended up going to a school outside of Florida so it never mattered but uh, it's the tuition they get four times the tuition out of state people pay twenty five thousand where we only pay three thousand a semester right. So they try to get more I mean, people from out of state at the Florida schools, is that correct. what you're saying? So yeah. they get higher tuition. That's yeah. Exactly. And it's not only in Florida schools, it's in other states too. It's in Illinois, yeah. it's in New York, yeah. and it's it's all about money driven. But now they can sit there on their high horse and somebody tried to help get their child in, you know, they're the ones who'd be a little bit investigated too. And I, I don't mean to sound I, like a No, I, I understand that. You got, Thank you. I know. you got a legitimate you beef. People pay money. Yeah. I, that's yeah. what I know that they want the best for your for their kids. I understand that, and that's why I was. It's so strange that they're you know just taking such a hard line with them. But you know, I, I got it. It's a crime, and nobody wants to look do at it, it this way, though, uh, Mike. At least you're not building a shrine to Orrin Hatch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have 1.5 sitting around in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, because uh, he's such a great, yeah. great guy. Oh, he's, he's fantastic. Thank you, guys. Yeah, he's a legend. <laughs> thank All you, right, Mike. thank you. Appreciate it. Triple <laughs> Eight. Uh, 727-B-E-C-K. I mean, Oren gave years. Years of service. To the state of Utah and to the country of the United States. He sure did. And dedicated service to all kinds of not-so-conservative causes. And in some cases, very liberal causes. But when he went into office. Yeah, he uh, he went into office campaigning virtually as as the opposite of Ted Kennedy. And then he got to office. With Ted Kennedy, and they became the best friends, and I, then know, agreed on everything. It's great. I know we've we've kind of chatted about this before, but how many times does that happened the other way? How many uh, times does that happened the other way? Let's see, oh, like man. or like um, Orrin Hatch would get voted in, and he would yeah. go into Washington and meet Ted Kennedy, and Ted would go, you know hey, what? You know what? I'm going to vote with with Orrin. Oh, on Orrin every... and I are together on um, this. Let me let's see. Carry the one zero. It happened no times. <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it never happens. I don't know. For some reason, it's always the conservatives who go the other way. Because we just in the try Supreme to get along, Court, right? in the Senate, everywhere. We just want to try to get along. Yeah, we want everybody to get along. Well, the hip kids, I guess, are on the left for some reason, and so you want to be one of the hip kids. <laughs> so <laughs> you go along with their agenda. And Hatch did it from just about the time he got into office all the way through. And now you're going to build a shrine to the guy in right. Utah? Ridiculous! <laughs> wow. But only a million. Only a one well, and a one, half, one five, one and a half million dollar shrine. That's it. Though. If the Hatch family well, wants a, a shrine, trailer, you get a trailer for one point five, don't you? And <laughs> yes, uh, but you know, if the Hatch Foundation wants a shrine, build it yourself. Let the foundation build it. Yeah, let the foundation pay for the whole thing. Uh, the the people of Utah don't have to build that. They don't have to pay for it. That's unbelievable. Don't get me started. Well, yeah, it's too late. <laughs> I guess you already did get me started. It's, it's just madness, though. It is. It? And look, that's just greed. It's, right? it's just greedy. It's just, look, uh-huh. uh, we've got the money or we could we could raise uh-huh. the money through our foundation. But why? But we don't we want get to get the taxpayers. Exactly. And what do the taxpayers get out of that? They get to go and and pay to go see it. Yeah, right. Oh, look, there's some exactly. papers he signed with uh, Ted Kennedy. 
at least when uh, you know owners of sports teams convince a city or a state to chip in funds to build their stadiums for the for them for these billionaires to the taxpayers to build their stadium. At least you get to go to the stadium and enjoy the the team that you know you love. You still have to pay for that too, though. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do have to pay to get into the stadium. You still have to pay for that. Afterwards. I was always for that, but I'm kind of against it. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> While I want new stadiums, I know. Me too. They shouldn't be built by tax dollars. I know. I agreed. Agreed. They should not. I mean, how many poor people own sports franchises again? Yeah, no. It's your team. No. And, you, that's and by the do. way, if we don't have the stadium built, we're going to take it somewhere else. And, do, and go right. ahead. Right. See ya. Will I still be able to pay and see that team in the other city? Yes. Like I could pay and see the team <laughs> yeah. here? Yes. Oh, okay. Same thing. I Same arrangement. I'm okay with that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you don't pay to build the stadium because it's already in the so other city. So it'll be so. cheaper. Right. Is what you're saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. See you later. <laughs> right. Triple eight. 727-BECK. More of the Glenn Beck Program with Pat and Jeffy coming up. I have the honor to introduce you to one of the best people I know. His name is Mike Rowe. The Way I Heard It with Mike Rowe. This is a great podcast that gives a unique take on American history. He explores everything from pop culture to politics, athletes to actors, history to Hollywood. It's called The Way I Heard It, and he shares stories for the curious mind with a short attention span. Each episode is 10 minutes or less about a famous person or an event that you know, filled with surprise facts that you likely didn't know start with episode 36 oh brother i mean you want to talk about a family divided by politics this story revolves around another presidential election about making america great again i love the big reveal at the end but i won't spoil it for you you'll love it go to micro.com slash podcast and listen and subscribe to the way i heard it that's m-i-k-e-r-o-w-e dot com slash podcast that's micro.com slash podcast Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. In California, they have stopped the death penalty. They stopped executions. That's good, right? Yeah, that's great. That's great. So they're not going to execute criminals anymore who have, you know, potentially murdered one or more people. I mean, like 737 737, yes, that are waiting uh, for their execution. Now they got a reprieve. They will only execute babies uh, as they have been continually for the past uh, 46 years, roughly. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- that those executions will continue huh. uh, unabated, but the executions of prisoners... Will not. Fascinating. Yeah, isn't it? It's fascinating. Now, the people of California have voted. Uh, they've rejected time and time again to end the death penalty. Yeah, they have. I mean, the people of California want to kill things. Yep. Yes, they it do. doesn't matter. <laughs> well, Babies or inmates, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Yes. But uh, Gavin Newsom has decided, no, the intentional killing of another person is wrong. Huh. But it Weird. doesn't seem to really? apply to babies, though. Again, it's interesting. <laughs> it is it's not interesting. wrong when you're killing innocent children. It's just wrong when you're killing somebody convicted of doing something that deserves the death penalty. <laughs> then it's wrong. Right. And as governor, I will not oversee the execution of any individual. 
He called the death penalty a failure that has discriminated against defendants who are mentally ill, black and brown, or can't afford expensive legal representation. Hmm. Now, you know, I, I know that there, there are a number of people that do believe that, actually, but, you know, Texas is not one. Uh, but there are plenty of uh, times, like the last person that we executed here in Texas last week, he was in prison from since 1989. I mean, he's gone through how many appeals wow. for that? Wow, that's I mean, so, 30 years. So I, by the, if, if we haven't figured it out in 30 years, uh, I'm right? guessing you were guilty. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. California hasn't executed anyone since 2006 when uh, Schwarzenegger was governor. Uh, and voters... As you mentioned, narrowly approved a ballot measure to speed up the punishment, right, right. not stop it. Uh, still, no condemned inmate face. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what the people want. Though. It doesn't right. matter in California. Look, no, they've overturned the people's will how many times now? How many times? Over and over again. They did it with Prop 8 years ago. They're doing it again. Look, we know best. Yeah, well, well, we know you voted for it, but it, it, ah, you're too dumb. you don't know what you're talking about, so never mind. That's amazing. <laughs> it sure is. The unmitigated gall of Gavin Newsom, uh, the giblets he has to just deny the will of the people. That's just, it's, it's despicable. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yes, it is. And, and again, it does not apply to the unborn, sadly. You know, if if you want to stop those executions, I'm, we can start there. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm let's right work there our with way, you. Let's work our way to the to the convicted criminals. Yeah, and start yeah. with start with that the, would be nice. The innocent unborn children. That's, we can I, start there, but they won't. No, they will not. No, they won't. Uh, an Alabama judge, by the way, has ruled that a 19 year old in Alabama will be permitted to sue the abortion clinic that terminated the life of his unborn child. Now, he had the wow, the man. What he does had an he abor- have to, did he did he have an abortion? No, his but his girlfriend did. So, and it's her body. What you. does he have to do with Zero. it? Zero. Exactly. Zero. That shows you what right-wing kooks they are in Alabama. All right. <laughs> Ryan Meggers, 19. Madison County in Alabama alleged that his girlfriend attained a medication a medication abortion in 2017 despite his repeated protest uh, that she please let the child live. Wow. Madison County probate court uh, judge Frank Barger ruled that the murdered child, baby Roe, must be recognized as a plaintiff in the case filed against Alabama Women's Center for Reproductive Alternatives in Huntsville. Wow. Wow. The unprecedented move comes after the passing of an amendment that granted certain legal rights to unborn babies. Alabama's personhood law, or Amendment 2, was passed during last year's midterms, and it requires the state to recognize the rights of unborn children. Hmm. That is interesting. If you could get that going in every state, we'd have a foothold to stop abortions. A little bit. I mean, that'd be def- that's a, uh, okay, we can start there. I'm yeah. all right with that. Um, you know, I don't know that. How do you win that case, though? I don't know. I mean, how do you win? Were you were you in the face of the of the abortionists of the the medical givers uh, to that caused this? 
because I mean they they're going by what she says, right? Yeah, they're going with how, the the rights yeah, of the woman. Yeah, I mean, I don't know it's her body; she can do what she wants right. with it. It's that mentality. Uh, he said, "I just tried to plead with her and plead with her and just talk to her about it and see what I could do." But in the end, there was nothing I could do to change her mind. Right. And that's, uh, the, the, but he didn't go before the the abortion clinic people. I, I don't know. It doesn't really say. Uh, I doubt he did. I doubt that he did. But the judge gave him grounds to sue them. The case filing that uh, between the discovery and of the pregnancy and the date of the appointment, the plaintiff repeatedly pled with the mother not to kill baby Roe. Tragically, the girlfriend still went ahead with the procedure, terminating the baby at around six weeks gestation. Wow. Mm. So... Now, he's determined to fight for his rights as the father of the baby and take a stand on behalf of all men who are desperate to see their own child live. His attorney added that the legal victory was the first one of its kind yeah. ever. Yeah. So I, I believe guess, that. I guess you, I believe winning, that. winning that would mean that at least... Uh, oh, it would be a huge have, precedent. Yeah, you'd have, I mean, to get... Uh, you'd have uh, to consider the father. Of them? Yeah. yeah, you'd have to consider the father's wishes right. here. And, oh my... The left will not appreciate no, that, that. That will not be. They that will not. That will not stand. How dare you? That will not stand. Tell her right. what she can do with her body. Right. Well, no, it's the body inside her body that I'm kind of worried about here. No, actually, no, no, no uh-uh. my friend, no, it's <laughs> right. her body with the separate DNA. You know that body that's in her that isn't. Uh, hers. It's not separate DNA until we mm-hmm. let it live, and we're not doing that right. I now. know. Okay. And that's that's what you get in this argument. And it's it's ludicrous. It, and of they, course it is. Again, they deny science. They deny reality. They they deny there's a human being there. I mean, to the point where, uh, what's her face? Debbie Wasserman Schultz. <laughs> do you remember when she I was do. asked about it? And uh, she was asked if her babies, were they human for her. when you were pregnant with your babies? Were they human? You have three children, correct? I do. What are their ages? I have twin 16-year-olds and a 12-year-old. Okay. And in your opinion, mm-hmm. were they human beings before they were born? I love this. You know, I believe that uh-huh. every woman has the right to make their own reproductive choices. Sure. That's what did good. you believe about your children, though? That I had the right to make my own reproductive <laughs> choices, which I was glad to ha- a right which I was proud to have. So were they uh-huh. human beings or yes, just yes or no? They're human wow. beings today. And I'm glad that I had an opportunity to make my own reproductive choices as every yeah, right okay. that every woman has and should maintain. Oh, that's unreal. To be clear, that reporter was run out of Washington. Oh, yeah. On a rail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be clear, though, that's a great holding her feet to the fire. Sure yeah, but is. were they human? You sure is. Okay, you but were that, they human? You don't get that very often. Yeah. All right. I'm not let, buying your reproductive right, right. bullcrap. Were what your it, children human in the womb? Thank you. They're human now. Now they're human now, and I was definitely glad that I had the choice to make. If they're human now, uh, okay, so after birth they are human, but did you support the New York law that you could abort them, that you could still kill them after they've been born alive? Yeah, that interview was a while ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, So, you know, I'm sure that she did. I'm sure. And does. Oh, I'm sure she did and does. Yeah. Absolutely. Is there any doubt in your mind Debbie Wasserman Schultz would say, yeah, it's a great law. Not one. It still belongs. It's still choice. Yeah. Which is, that is really hard to understand, too. Because once the baby is outside of the mother's body, then it's not your body anymore. Then there's an actual human being there to consider. Why would you, why wouldn't you give that baby up for adoption at that point? Right. 
Why wouldn't you say, yeah, let uh, let the state come in, take custody of it, and adopt it out? Why wouldn't you do that? Why would you allow the baby to die at that point? There's well, absolutely no reason for well, it then. The, the, if the child is healthy. Yeah. Right, if the child is yes. healthy. There, there, are, there are many opportunities, many chances when that child that is born isn't viable. And I know that sounds horrible, but it, it's they they're born without some organs, without brains, without things that are, it's a big problem. Mm-hmm. I mean. But they're talking about children. But they're talking about, yeah. They're talking about they're, any talking child about, who survives uh, uh, an abortion. Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, I mean, even who surviving have, abortion or being born, right. let alone surviving an abortion, just being born. And who have all their organs yeah, intact right. and everything's Doesn't fine. Matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right. Now, no. You, oh, what well, no, I oh you survived that oh you weren't supposed to mm, Dad. yeah Man. so sorry <laughs> sorry didn't mean that Man. again we're not we're not gonna kill serial killers in this state but <laughs> you oh, you got no value no, sorry sorry no no it's no, over no. for you you were not supposed to survive that it's a it's a crazy world we live in it's uh it, it's a madhouse it's a madhouse mm-hmm. a madhouse I know that's what I just said. So, <laughs> but I got backed up there by Charlton Heston, so you know it must be true, right? Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy coming up. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's Pat Gray of uh, Pat Gray Unleashed <laughs> on the Blaze Radio and TV Network. Also, uh, online, you can you can listen to the podcast at any time you'd like. Same with uh, Jeffy's Chewing the Fat. Uh, you can find those yeah. podcasts wherever they're, uh, they're available. And they are absolutely free of charge. And uh, we're happy to provide you with that incredible service. You're welcome. Uh, really, meanwhile, you're welcome. we're filling in for uh, Glenn today. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Let's go to Mike in New Hampshire. Hey, Mike. You're on the you're on the Glenn Beck program. Yeah, well, uh, thank you very much, uh, gentlemen. Um, mm-hmm. uh, forgive me at the outset because I'm a man recounting two women's stories. Oh no! So um, yeah, <laughs> How um, dare first, you? I encountered two women in my life. Um, both uh, loved them dearly, and at one point in time, uh, in in a confidence, uh, they told me that they had had abortions. One. Mm had an abortion because it was it was a, a burden upon the family, family going through trouble, you did know, they, marital relationships. Did they struggle the with second, it? With the, uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm going to And the yeah. other was a date mm. rape in college. Um, mm. Both, both, yeah, the first one, uh, it was nine years after her abortion, and every year she remembers the day, mm. and I held her as she cried all night long um wondering what her son would have been and what his day what right. what she would have had wow. she she has nightmares i wonder why she she'd stay away from me on one particular day and one day she didn't and this is what happened she cried all night long in my arms about the son's face she'll never see mm. the second woman who had a date rape um was the the very same thing, and you would think that uh, you know they they bring up this thing of, of rape and incest and all the, whatever this case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, this one particular woman, a good woman, 
was date raped in, in college, and she feels such shame that even though societal pressures and you know, I can't walk around not married and pregnant and your parents, you know, all that other pressure, she still regrets not standing up for her child. So both of these wow. stories are uh, the only two encounters I've had. Um, but they always talk about this at the moment, and I know human beings can wash stuff away, but when death occurs, it's the only thing you can't fix as humans. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would just say, I'm I'm on the edge of the death penalty. I understand that, you know, as a Christian, a wasted life is a wasted life. Um, I know I won't get into the deterrent factor or whatever, how many innocent people have been executed. But what I know is there's only one thing we can't solve as human beings, and that's mortality. So mm-hmm. I, I have I have relatives that have adopted children when they couldn't have their own. They kept the mother, the birth mother involved. Both children know they got two mommies, and this is the mommy I live with, and this is the mommy. Right. And she was a professional uh, and who couldn't have uh, the children. But mm-hmm. as as uh, you can work it out. Yeah. I don't understand with our with our ability to know ultrasound, our ability to we we do in vitro surgeries now to save children. Yes, There's do. really no, the, yeah. the excuse of back alley abortions doesn't hold anymore. We no, know it exactly doesn't. what's going on. That's we, by, so by disingenuous. The third month, you you you're mm-hmm. doing ultrasounds. They can probably tell you what color the kids' eyes are. And it's a common yeah. theme There's, between uh, man, you know a number of uh, stories that call, we've Mike. heard is that uh, you know struggling after the abortion. Yeah, uh, yeah. Realize you know trying to live with yourself and live with what happened after that. Yeah, uh, it, it's a it's a struggle all around, and I'm I'm torn between the the rape as well. It's a hard um, one. It is a really hard the, one. The, the rape is really hard because um, you know it. Her choice was taken away in the beginning there, right? So, as far as back alley abortions, that's always oh, that's been absurd. a thing that is disingenuous because it didn't happen very often to begin with, and they inflated those numbers from the very beginning and admitted it. Yes, later admitted it. So, this thing has been alive from start to finish. 888-727-BECK. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. With Pat and Jeffy for Glenn today. He's back on uh, Monday. Just having a weird weekend with right. uh, Tony Robbins. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a, mm-hmm. I don't know that's going to turn out well. But Tony is uh, full of... It's pretty uh, intense. Pretty intense, and he's yeah. you know, full of energy and always yeah. moving around, and Glenn uh-huh. is uh, not that. <laughs> and so... <laughs> To say that, and Glenn is not that. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back into uh, uh, into the meat of the show coming up in a second. We've got some great information on Stonehenge uh, coming up in just a second. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you need anything from a simple home repair to a major remodel, 
You need to know about HomeAdvisor. It's a totally free service that instantly connects you with top local service pros. HomeAdvisor is a very easy way to find a home contractor, and for me, it's the only way. You can use HomeAdvisor for everything. Your house cleaning, your painting. Electricians, plumbers, handymen. We've had nothing but fabulous every single time. Just select the type of work you need done, and HomeAdvisor's ProFinder technology instantly finds top pros in your area. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use their cost guide to find out what hundreds of other repair and improvement projects cost in your area. I think everybody should use HomeAdvisor. In fact, I tell everybody to use HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor is a total solution to any type of work you would ever want to do around your house. And best of all, it's completely free. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. It's Pat and uh, Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, 888-727-BECK. It's a big day today for the kids all over America walking out of class. Yay! In protest to climate change. Inspired by Greta Thunberg, the 16-year-old Swedish climate activist. Oh, that's wonderful. Who was just nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, she deserves it. She deserves it. Now, more than 100 countries... More than 100 countries are participating in this. Good. Uh, uh, amazing. Good. Amazing. The kids are going to, they're going to affect change here. Right. Uh, fine. They're, they're the ones to do it because they're inheriting this problem, Jeffy. Uh, they're the ones who are going to be punished and pay for this. It, it's, it's fascinating. Hundreds of thousands of children are expected to walk out of their classrooms today for a global climate strike. <laughs> Amid growing, oh, no. Amid growing anger at the failure of politicians to tackle the escalating ecological crisis. Oh, no. If these kids don't go to school, what will we do? <laughs> or if they walk out and stand outside their school for a while, what will we do? Uh, I don't <laughs> what do you know. think that's going to do to us? I don't know. You're going on strike? You're going to walk know. out of your class on a Friday? So? But look, well, it, look, it, it's going to bring it's going to bring uh-huh. uh, light to uh-huh. the climate emergency facing the planet. OK. And again, what is the emergency we face? What's well, going on? Because of the government inaction. Yeah. What, what's happening? And so because of the government inaction, because there's a climate crisis is what's happening. I don't know what your deal is. I don't know why exactly you... what part of the climate is in crisis right now. Uh, I, government like leadership on mm-hmm. climate change is the crisis. Yeah. Okay. okay. But I'm just trying to get to the heart of the problem. What exactly is happening in this crisis that makes it a crisis? Those in power are uh-huh. betraying us, taking in, in away our way? future. In what right? way have they taken away your future? they're responsible for the climate crisis that's <laughs> unfolding in, in horrendous ways around the world. Those ways are what? What are the horrendous ways? I mean, unfolding? I don't know that's what, what I'm looking you're to so get here. fighting about. I no, mean, I'm just Try to find out what the horrendous I mean, ways. Every country is going to be part of this, except mm-hmm. Antarctica. Uh, no children well, yeah, are walking out of school in Antarctica. Yeah, because no children live there. So. So I'm just saying they're not part of it. So okay. I don't know what you want to do with that. Little brats, <laughs> little brats in Antarctica. Were well, you too good? Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it's our. It's the duty of these children to, to act. To act. Yeah. It, uh, the, yeah. The, for our futures. Because the temperature's gone up 0. 0.9 that, degrees. That's what climate more justice food is means, growing. my friend. Climate justice means this. More food is is growing as a result of the warmer climate. 
So oh, uh, why okay. is that so, bad? Okay, so there why isn't is a problem again? is what you're saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, whatever. No problem. Whatever. I'm okay with it so far. What's happened? <laughs> I mean, other than what's always happened, you know? So uh, sometimes it's warmer. Sometimes it's colder. And by the way, each of those extremes mean the same thing. Global warming. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, so oh, if oh, it's yes. hotter than normal, why? That, of course, is global warming. Yeah. If it's colder than normal, that also is global warming. And if it's about the same as ever, it's global warming. Well, I mean, look, mm-hmm. it's all escalating ecological crisis. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's so let's walk out of school today. And make, make take a stand. And by the way, you take know none of these kids are just looking for a day out of school. Take it. Well, Greta isn't. No, Ms. Greta's not. No, I mean, Greta's getting a, a Nobel <laughs> Prize, or at least she's been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Mm. So good for her. Yeah, that's good great. I hope she, I hope she wins it because uh, what a great cause, getting kids to walk out of class every Friday. Well, and I, I guess it is every that. Friday. It, yes, well, in now Sweden, it's gonna, right? It's starting to be uh, every Friday around the world until somebody good. recognizes the crisis at hand. There you go. Uh, <laughs> If somebody doesn't get hysterical over the fact that it's 0.9 degrees warmer <laughs> in the last 100 years, then uh, they haven't done uh, their job. You can make fun of this crisis all you want. No, but I, the earth is, I'm scared of it. I was, a, I'm really frightened over it. Tired of everyone just poo-pooing this because this the earth is in an ecological crisis. <laughs> no, you keep saying that. About- I'm just not getting the specifics on it. That's all. I'm just looking for the specifics. Yeah, it's funny that they don't have specifics. No, none. It's weird. Never do. Know. They never do. Uh, Al Gore is, well, look at the, the drought and the fires and the uh, uh, flooding where you see fish, fish swimming down the street on a sunny day. I love that one. That's, well, that's my favorite nice. one. The swimming fish swimming down the street on a, a sunny, sunny day. day. <laughs> that's the type of ecological crisis we're in it right is. now. Okay? It is. Don't you mock that because that's <laughs> scary. Uh, have you ever seen a fish swim down the street on a sunny day? Actually, I have. Have you really? I have. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Actually, I have. Right. Yeah, I, I lived in Florida where the ecological crisis is worse <laughs> than ever. Worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and nobody's doing anything about it, Pat. Right. Even though Al warned us about it. Hey, I went down to Miami and saw right. fish from the ocean swimming, swimming. in the streets on streets. a sunny day. The same thing was true in Honolulu just two days ago, just from high tides because of the <laughs> oh, sea level oh, rise the, now. Oh, level we are rise. going to suffer of the some of these consequences, rise. but mm-hmm. we can limit and avoid the most catastrophic consequences if we accelerate the pace of change yes. that's now beginning. Yeah. There you go. What's good is there was never there any high tide before. No. Uh, before the oceans ri- rose up even more than they already are. Right. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> low tide and high tide and right. any yeah. of that. No, there was none of that. It's, it's, uh, it's because of our voice that this has happened. And so... Uh, Otherwise, you wouldn't be seeing fish swimming I'm surprised down the street that we, on a sunny we, day. We haven't seen AOC and Al together, have we? With this new Green Deal and Al. I mean, no, be, you would think they'd be a... Yeah, you would. I, a, I'm a little... I, 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 a natural I, yeah. pair. Yeah. I'm surprised Al hasn't backed her up. I don't know what the deal is I haven't that. even heard him mention the Green New Deal. That's in, Yeah, that's fascinating. Why? I, I, I don't know. I Why? don't know. Maybe she's trying to horn in on his money. Is he jealous of Maybe. that? Because he didn't propose something Maybe. that bold? It's very possible. I wonder.
I wonder if this little upstart right. isn't stealing Who's his thunder. She is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That is possible. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's, it's likely is what it is. It's likely. And, you know, same with Nancy Pelosi. She doesn't like her either because no. she's stealing her thunder no, as well. Big time. Oh, big time. And she's causing problems for her. And so uh, they don't like it. I mean, the headline, you know, who's in charge and is Nancy the, who's the boss, all that kind of, I mean, that, that could not sit well. AOC's the boss. Yeah. She you said so. Like, the young upstarts are, that's right. for sure. Right. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Also, did, did we discover uh, what really happened at Stonehenge? <laughs> do we finally figure out that the aliens came down and arranged these gigantic rocks in this particular way because, what, it was a landing site? Or what is the deal on Stonehenge? I think we've finally gotten the answer. Well, look, we? you're right. I mean, there used to be, you know, it was a place for, uh, we did, we thought it was a place for burial. We thought it was a place for healing. We yeah. thought it was, a, you know, the observatory. We thought it aliens were landing. Thing. Right, we thought it was a landing thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, now they've discovered... Um, about 8,500 bones, uh, and those bones were uh, mostly pigs and cow bones, so they think it was just a barbecue pit. <laughs> what? They just used to have big barbecue. <laughs> they used to have just big barbecue parties at Stonehenge. They would bring, they would have, they would barbecue <laughs> pigs and, and cows, and all the, all the uh, cities and towns and peoples would all meet there, and that's where they had their big barbecue party. And how did they arrange the the gigantic stones like that? We still don't. Yeah, just for the party. Just for the party. Absolutely amazing. Uh, it's just amazing. Well, how many things? Do, That's we, we crazy. We know things for facts, and, but they're not facts. You know, we know those <laughs> aliens built that. Yes, yeah. oh, Stonehenge no, we, we, is a barbecue pit. Is <laughs> that <laughs> play for barbecue? It was just pig roasts going on. That's fantastic. Uh, I mean, come on. That's fantastic. They found they found all mostly pig bones, so it was mostly pork. But there were some <laughs> few cows there. They did they did roast a few cows. So you know, it wasn't Texans because we, we don't no, we, we don't do pork. barbecue pork. No, no, we do barbecue cows. beef. There might have been okay. a pig, maybe one or two pigs thrown in there. Most, but it would have been mostly cows. So clearly, you know, Stonehenge didn't happen in texas no it did not but it's just the community barbecue now that, <laughs> that is fantastic <laughs> i love so, that it was just a place for you know the convergence of uh you know all the municipalities to get together and forge alliances between all the neighboring groups and just have fun <sighs> so it's a neighborhood barbecue yeah, area. it's just a neighborhood barbecue area. nice all right triple eight seven two seven beck this is the glenn beck program Hiring is really challenging, but there is one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. It's a place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates, and that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash back. ZipRecruiter has become the biggest and best job site because they've figured out how to help employers optimize how they hire far more efficiently than other job sites. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over a 100 of the web's leading job boards. They have powerful matching technology, and ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find the right people with the right experience and then invites them to apply for your job. As applicants come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlights the top candidates so you never miss the right match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-C-K. ZipRecruiter. It's the smartest way to hire. 
<laughs> Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed and uh, Jeffy of Chewing the Fat. For Glenn today, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Operation Varsity Blues. Just, I mean, it didn't have to happen. Lori Laughlin, uh, Felicity Huffman could have gotten their kids into, you know, really nice universities without having to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes. Uh, yes, it's po- it's possible that could have happened. The other day, a list of uh, colleges came out, and these are the toughest colleges to get into in every state. Okay. And... Even at the toughest university in some states, it's just not that tough to get into some of them. You know, but I guess these these just won't do. These just won't do for the Hollywood elite. I, I spit at Johns Hopkins University. It's in Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, okay, but, you know, some of these are great universities. And by the way, it doesn't have to be an Ivy League. No. It doesn't have to be an Ivy League school to be a decent, to give you a good education. You can get that at, I mean, go to a, a community college and take tough courses. Right. It, the, I, but the, the case with these cases are just they want the school, right? They want the school byline is all they want. Yes. It's not, it's not yes. about uh, getting the good education. They know that the right. kid is possibly adult anyway, or not 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 adult, <laughs> not adult, because they're they're already they're using what advantages they have for making money, right? I mean, she did yes. one kid, Jade, didn't want to go to school. She's using Instagram. She wants to party. She wants to be this this influential social marketer, but she didn't care about the school. So, <clears> what's the point? The right. point is just having the school as the byline, right? And we have to have that. You have to go to that school. That's the yes. Deal. I, I guess so. I guess so. Right. And so if. Uh, and, and again, you know, we need to, you know, reiterate if they're, they're guilty, you know, cause they're, nothing has been uh, set in stone yet. Nothing, They've been charged. Nothing's been proved. Uh, you know, then, you know, I, you know, do we lock them away and throw away the key for wanting the best for their kids? I, I don't know. No, I you, don't know. You lock away, throw, you lock them away and throw away the key because they committed crimes. That's why. Not cause they wanted the best for their kids. Thus. Operation Varsity Blues. Operation Varsity Blues. I love that name. It just all, all every t- first time I saw the the name uh, written, all I could think of was you know the Quinn Martin production shows of a hundred years what ago. I thought of every Barnaby time Jones and Cannon. Tonight's episode, Varsity Blues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love those shows so much. You and, loved Cannon. Oh my gosh, William With Conrad. William was Conrad, the best. The big and, fat guy. And he. I mean, he made it known that we could that we could win. By we, I mean the fat, fat people, people unite. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> a fat person can get on a nationally televised television That's right. show and be a detective. That's right, or a police officer, or whatever private, he was. Detective. What was, he was a private detective. Frank Cannon yeah, was a private detective. Private detective. Yeah. Okay. No, right. He's not working for the police. So he started on Cannon, right? But he was also on Barnaby Jones. Yeah, yeah. is that right? He yeah. was on both of those, I think. And 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 uh, well, that was those were all Quinn Martin shows, right? So they're all cross pollinating each other. Production. Yeah. They're all cross pollinating each other. Same, you know, the same layout. And was, and he was still active, William Conrad. I'm I'm fascinated by his career now because because every <laughs> ever since it came up in the uh, then Barnaby Jones, yeah, a very special episode. Uh, he was still active in 1987 with Jake and the yeah, Fat Jake Man. Yeah, Jake and the Fat Man. He was, and he was, you know, look, he was, he was, uh, he was starting to struggle. 
uh, with his health then. Oh, I uh, bet. During those years. Because he was, let's see, in 87, he would have been 67. And it went to 92, so he would have yeah. been 72. And by the end of that, I can remember seeing some of those episodes where he would be in court and, you know, it, if it would flash flash through the table and you see he had his slippers on. <laughs> well, he was like, I'm not, putting, slippers. I'm, I'm not putting real shoes on. That's too much work. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'll put the pants and stuff on, but I'm not. But we lost him. We lost him. I know. Back in 1994. Sad. Sad. I know. Yeah, William's gone. He's, he's he's gone. I loved him, though. He was, he was, he was great. I mean, he, he look, he was one of the voices, of the iconic voices of this country for yeah, years. He, he narrated everything, commercials, TV shows, movies, everything. He started out in radio, right? Mm-hmm. He was gun smoke forever, mm-hmm. and, then, and then moved on to TV, and that's the way it was done, right? So in, in those, that's why no way in today's world is a guy like William Conrad becoming the star that he became. Probably a guy not. who weighs th- three or four bills? No, probably not. I don't necessarily like the probably way you say not. that. <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> just, I mean, he was you're probably not going to see him on TV, right? I mean, a big fat possible. guy like that, sixty-seven-year-old fat guy who weighed three fifty, four hundred pounds as the star, as, as the, the star. star, right? As he, the star, you're not going to see that. Yeah. It's amazing you saw it in 1987, right? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but he had a great career, and he was William yeah, Conrad. Yeah. You know, look, and that's the same with with uh, uh, Perry Mason too, right? There's another guy that. You know, spent uh, the last few years on TV as a star. That uh, you know, probably he wasn't totally healthy. He was. He was. Raymond Burr was not totally healthy. No, no, he, wasn't. he was not. And there were times, you know, his last shows. I mean, he was. Maybe he wasn't even moving. Yeah. You know, those guys did. They yeah. would. You go into a room, and he's standing in the room. Was holding that when he was on chair. Perry Mason or Ironsides? No. Nope, well. Ironside? Uh, Ironside was after the original TV show of Perry Mason, but then they brought back the two-hour <laughs> specials of Perry Mason, okay. which he he did for a number of years that were great. But those were the you know like the well, weekly sure two-hour specials. Don't I'm sure they were. Uh, they were fantastic. I'm, I love every one of them. I'm sure. But, uh, at the end, he would be like you know he'd be in a room and he'd be holding onto a chair talking to him. The next scene, he's in the car. And then he's because you didn't see him walk in the, car the car. Yeah, no, Raymond Burr was, wheel him he, was the car. he was not doing any any mobile mobile shots. Yeah, well, that's why he played a guy in a wheelchair in <laughs> Ironside before Ironside. Yeah, that's right? a good gig actually. <clears throat> yeah, think about it. That's not bad. <laughs> no, it is not. That's what I look for when I go to the grocery store now. I'm not walking around that place. No. Where's the little cart that oh, I, man. I can drive cart, around? Get the cart. And there's the, the, <laughs> a, they don't check. You don't have to actually they, have Right. A, they don't check. Those things are available to all human beings. Yes, they are. Yes, and they so are. if you feel that you need it, you but, can use it. But if you don't need it and you're using it, like the college entrance exam thing, you're taking it from somebody who does need it. You maybe, and sh- maybe. And deserves it. Maybe. 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 I mean, they got plenty. You know, like this is the only one. <laughs> and that has really, that aspect of this, I think, is what people are so mad and about. I think so, too. Yes. It's because these, yeah, these rich, so spoiled kids yeah. who uh, don't deserve to be at USC or Yale or Harvard or wherever they bought their way into, they've taken the spot from somebody who deserves it. And, and, and they, they went about it, you know, like, we, I guess we were okay. I, I, I joked around about the parents, you know, building a building or, you know, the, the, the ultra-rich would build a, a building, right? You build a, and yeah. there's, there's Joe's, Joe's law school mm-hmm. and uh, law school building. And so your kid's getting into that school. There's no argument there. They're letting them in. I would think so, yeah. yeah. You just donated yeah. a million-dollar building, you're getting in. So, you know, I, I guess it's a little bit different than you, now you're, 
you're not cheating anyone though right i guess it's it's more right. like you're cheating people this way yeah it was it's really yeah. a strange way to get around the get and around the entrance breaking bad star uh dean norris you familiar with him i i don't watch breaking bad so i don't i guess he plays uh hank schrader on oh, okay. breaking bad i know the character he's yeah. really hacked off oh, about no. it oh no uh he he called them rich f wads <laughs> Who cheated for their already privileged kids uh, in a bunch of tweets yesterday? We'll uh, share that with yeah, you well, I mean, here in a minute. But yeah, right. he's not happy about it, and um, so a little, little problem in Hollywood, no doubt, with uh, some of these rich yeah. Hollywood elites. Pat Gray and uh, Jeff Fisher. Uh, Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed. Jeff Fisher of Chewing the Fat. For Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. He'll be back on uh, Monday morning. 888-727-BECK. We were talking about uh, some of the alternatives to these Hollywood stars that they could have gotten their kids into a lot of different schools that are still pretty good schools. And maybe you wouldn't have had to pay five hundred thousand dollars for entry does seem a little steep it seems a tad yeah a tad steep and is it worth it i mean her daughter uh, in the case of Lori laughlin her daughter didn't even apparently appreciate it because right. she said she didn't care about school uh and maybe she's just saying that for you know uh her podcast or her beauty blog <laughs> right. or whatever she does her instagram posts yeah where she apparently makes thirty to fifty thousand per post, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but some of these, some of these schools, uh, you know, like for instance, University of Michigan, pretty good school. Yeah, twenty-seven percent acceptance rate. Wow. So maybe you could get in there. Maybe. Uh, or maybe not, because. <laughs> Seven <laughs> percent. That did not sound that good. I, I thought it was going to be higher than that. Yeah. Uh, Bellhaven University in Mississippi is the hardest school in Mississippi to get into. Oh, well, I mean, fifty-nine percent. Bellhaven. Uh, that's like the Ivy League of Mississippi. <laughs> yes, and it, it apparently is. Uh, let's see if you could go up to Montana and get into Rocky Mountain Why College. Sixty-four percent of uh, students yeah, are admitted. Sixty-four. That's probably sixty-four. That's a lie. It's like eighty. 80 or 90, but anyway, you go to Montana, they're letting you in. Yes. Uh, okay, University of Nevada at Reno. 88% of the yeah. of and, kids get into and that And that school. campus is actually beautiful. It's a, ni- it's a nice campus. Yeah, it is. You could go up to Laramie, Wyoming. And who doesn't uh, want to go to Laramie, Wyoming? And go to the fine University of Wyoming. Yeah, the Cowboys, who don't want to be the Cowboys anymore because Cowboys 97% are yeah. acceptance rate yeah, they, there. They, they, <laughs> In fact, so, <laughs> you know, the three percent they didn't accept are the ones uh-huh. that said, you know what? We're not coming there. <laughs> yeah, so, a, I mean, that's about so it. They've checked off saying, well, they just not. We're not taking them. But I'm looking at the Ivy League school acceptance rates. Uh, Columbia, seven percent. Wow. That is <sighs> that's pretty stiff. Yeah. Princeton, six percent. Wow. Harvard, five percent. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Okay, you are bribing officials to get your kid in there. Right. They don't have a 4.0 plus. 
Or plus. Yeah, yeah or, that or, might uh, not even be good enough, You right? know, 1520 on your ACT or SAT or whatever that is. Uh, I guess it'd be SAT. And hours donated to help the poor and everything right. else, man. I mean, you, right. you're going to be working hard to get that. Yeah. That's hard work. So it's not just the grades. Yeah. It's not it's not just your your test scores. You've got to have some other incentives yeah. to get you in there, too. you got to be kind of, you know, you do some special things. And good. And right? that's I mean, good. That's what it's supposed to be. it should be. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, just bribe one of the coaches for five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? That's what they thought. Why, Why not? not? Why well, not? I don't know. Jail? That might be Why one well, one good reason a, not to do it. Maybe going to jail for wanting the best for your kids. It'd be interesting to see what happens to it them. Is. if they do wind up in jail for it. It will for be. It. It'll be interesting. It will be. I mean, really, what do you think? Uh, maybe probation. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, probation. They pay, pay a fine. Maybe yeah, pay a fine. Probation. Uh, community service say you're sorry something like that right say you're sorry she's already been fired from her job right which is pretty you know that's serious when you haven't even been convicted of anything right so uh yeah i would guess no jail time same with jesse smollett by the way jesse smollett or however you pronounce his name i don't think he's gonna do don't you i don't think he'll do i don't know about that one you think he will i think he has to you think jesse smollett will do Jail time? I mean, it, it, how long? Uh, not long, because he faces what forty years yeah, or something. I mean, well, that's that's going to be silly, of yeah. course. But you know, it, it, he goes in for at least a year, right? Got to got to do a year. I don't think so. I don't think he will. We'll see, maybe. But I mean, he maintains his innocence, uh, and maybe that will hack him off to the point where they will insist on jail time. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll have, you know, look right as of now, he's innocent. Right. Yes. You know, we're just going by what we know. We haven't seen anything in court. There's nothing. You know, you know, the trial's happening next month. And in the case of Empire, they've done the right thing. They're waiting till this is adjudicated. Right. They're waiting to see if the guy is convicted of anything. Which Unlike is the goody smart. two shoes over there at Hallmark, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> pulling the plug on. That already pulled the plug on poor Lori Laughlin. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Also, we've got this leftist protester that <clears throat> went into a. A college Republicans event at Portland State University. Campus police were there at the meeting. And it's fascinating because this guy comes in and disrupts the meeting for over an hour. This story and clip and is just so This makes me angry. It's so frustrating. Uh, watch this guy do his thing at a, a college Republicans event. For those who are listening on radio, he's just sitting there now, ringing uh, a cowbell. Cowbell. While the guy's trying to present whatever it is he's presenting, leave, and he won't leave. He stands up, and now he's walking toward the front of the room. I mean, they ask him to leave. They say, "Okay, yeah. okay, okay. You made your point. Get out." Nope. Walking up to the front of the room, and I'm going to walk in front of the screen. So that's what he does. Uh, watch this. He gets into a little altercation. With uh, with one of the members of the College Republicans Club. I'm okay, so in uh, front of the presentation. I mean, how can you not want to engage this guy? Well, you'd want to punch him square in the face. Is what you'd want to do, whether you did it or not. By engage, I mean punch in the face. Yes, <laughs> I do. I want to, and I wasn't there. Right. 
It's very, it's very frustrating. And you know, wow. but that's what he wants, right? I mean, yeah, he, he does. wants that engagement. I, yes, I know that. I know that. And so you, you, in, in your heart, you don't want to do it. But on the other side of your heart, you want to just punch him right in the face and get him out of there. And that went on for over an hour. The police I, were there. The, the cop campus comes security up, was there. Does nothing. Stands there. A, I don't understand how that how they can not, how they make that happen. At one point, the guy doing the presentation gets up in the in the guy's face, in the protester's face. Doesn't do anything. He's got his hands behind his back. Right, but they just walks up to him, and, and they're yeah, they're kind of pushing chests together. And the cop comes up and moves the guy who's doing the presentation. Right. No. How about you get him out of here? It you don't have the right to ruin this event, do you? Don't the pe- don't the people in the room that are there you for the event so, right? have the right to enjoy to experience the the event? I would the, think so. I mean, that's so, what they were there for. They weren't there for you ringing your stupid cowbell for the an cop. Hour. The cops should have gotten him out of there. I think so too. I, it's unbelievable that they didn't. Um, I'm not even talking about arresting him or anything. I'm just no. saying, look, you made just your get point. Him out get out. There. Yeah, get out. You don't. You're you're disrupting this event. And you're so you're not allowed to do that. He starts bragging about it on social media. I've shut this entire s down all by myself. He bragged Ugh. afterwards. I and so you know he got exactly what he wanted. He he got the he got the. Uh, publicity oh, no kidding no, no no joke about that and he got the satisfaction knowing that he shut the event down yeah so the republicans didn't have their event because of him and his cowbell and, and good for you and good for good, you yeah nice job good for you congratulations have you ever seen i can't think of a time when i've seen a a person on the right go into an event on the left and do something similar no but it sounds fun it does doesn't it it I mean, sounds fun. Break it makes me want to go buy cowbells. a cowbell I know. <laughs> and go to one yes. of these socialist meetings at some <laughs> egghead college and start ringing a bell. You'd be arrested. It. You would. You'd be arrested. Immediately. You'd be arrested. And, and it'd, be, be it'd be your fault. And if there was any violence at all, it's all your fault. Yeah, or they, 100% you know, your five fault. people would jump you and beat you senseless, yeah. and, and it'd be and, your and fault. nothing would happen. Exactly. You'd report it, and then people would go, yeah, right. Well, you deserved it. You shouldn't have been there doing that. What are you that. doing? <laughs> Why do you hate them, you racist? Exactly. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Amazing. It's agonizing <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> uh, but, you know, this is what we have to deal with. This is the, it's, it's the environment right now. It's, it's not an environment conducive to being conservative. Uh, and it's an Let env- alone that. I mean, it's, that's just uh, it's civil society, right? I mean, it's yes. just... I mean, yeah. okay, so you disagree with this group that's presenting something in this room at a college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. Tough. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Move on with your life. Uh, it just doesn't, I don't, it doesn't, I don't comprehend that, how, how you, you need to then, they can't have their say. And I think that's how people on the right look at things. And so that's why they don't disrupt events like this. You know, let them do their thing. I don't care. So what? But they want to shut down anybody on the right uh, speaking out or doing a presentation or trying to educate other people uh, because they can't win the argument on ideas and they know it. And so and some of those beliefs are uh, working, by the way, uh, because you can't say anything bad. 
right uh, you can't say anything bad you can't even tweet anything bad you can't tweet bad you can't think bad we'll just because we're, we're not going to show it You're you gonna, will be shut down you'll be shut down yeah you'll be squashed yes and uh, yeah i know you believe that i know that but we're not so <laughs> that's right because we don't and we're going to shut you off yeah it's amazing uh, it is triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k this is the glenn beck program Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Jeff Fisher, chewing the fat for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. I am looking forward to this weekend, Pat. Are you? Yep, I'm going to go out driving around giving the finger to the cops. You know, you might not want to. I uh, can. It's maybe not the best Michigan idea. Michigan court said I can, baby. Yeah, the Michigan court said you could. Uh, I just wouldn't necessarily <laughs> do it. <laughs> Good for this lady, though, for yeah, fighting back yeah. a little bit because she was angry at getting a ticket. Yeah, uh, so a federal appeals court said her constitutional rights were violated when she was handed a ticket, a speeding ticket, after giving the finger to a suburban Detroit officer right. in 2017. Uh, right. She so, got, right, she got pulled over. She got pulled over. She got a small ticket or he, something. Yeah, he, he uh, apparently you know, was being nice, mm-hmm. as, as you could be as a police officer, and every one of them is super nice, especially the ones. Here in the DFW area. Yes. And uh, then, and she flipped him and off. And she got mad, right? She got mad with the ticket. So yeah. that's done, right? He's giving her the ticket. So she's driving away. But as she's driving away, she gives him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> and so he gave her a So he pulls her ticket. over again. Yeah. He pulls her over right then and gives her another ticket. He gives her a speedy, a harsher ticket for because, because she gave him the finger. That's so the she, only reason. She went to court with it. And the court ruled that that's a First Amendment yeah. Uh, thing giving the finger yeah, he, he is not, part he, of your First that, Amendment that speech. Didn't give him the right to pull her over. No, and give her another ticket. Still not a good idea. Yeah, I know, but uh, yeah, right? you do, I guess you do have the right to do it. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. It is. I mean, look, are you gonna? Is it? You're gonna have to prove. Are you gonna? Are you willing to spend the time like this lady to prove that that's the reason the police officer pulled you over? No, because right? I'm not I'm, doing I'm that. I'm not doing that either. I'm just paying the fine. I barely have time to prove that the ticket I'm angry at to begin with. Oh, and we've been very angry at tickets we've received (laughs) and have not taken them this far. Yes. Like she she did. Because it's just at the end. It's Ah, it's uh, not worth it. It's just not. Just pay it. Just not worth it. They make. We just comply. They Mm -hmm. make the tickets just expensive enough to hurt, but not too expensive for you to want to fight it. That's right. You know, so it's like, oh, That's I don't right. want to pay that $184.50. That's ridiculous. That's way too much money. But but if you fight it, you know, it's going to cost it, you a lot more be, than that. Yeah, you're spending thousands, yeah. right? So the mm-hmm. $180, all right. That's what they do with those camera tickets that you get that they I send know. to you in the mail. Uh, if you run a red light, for instance, and a red light camera photographs you. you know, like a, you're in the middle of the intersection uh-huh. and you see your license plate. They Weird. make the ticket. Yes, just large enough yes. to where it benefits the city, you know, yep. 75 bucks or whatever, but it's not worth it to fight it. Nope. Even though you probably should, because I think constitutionally, you'd probably win that. You'd I win know. that. I think, and most people, I think they have before, right? And, I think they and, have. They've shut down a bunch of them, yeah. except for the one closest to my house that I go by frequently. Yeah. There's. Uh, and by the way, the caution is a lot faster on that light, too. I'd like to fight that, too. I'd like to fight that. You should. I believe I believe the caution is faster on that one as well. I believe it goes from green. Caution red. Really? I think so. 
I think they're, they're supposed to have so much time between mm-hmm. the between the green, green and yellow, yellow, red. Right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. what they do is they set you up with the longer yellow to red on a couple of them before that one. And then when that one comes, it's shorter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Really? Yes. Uh, so they've really planned this they thing out. to give me a ticket. Just they to have get you. That. Yes, that's correct. And has it worked? <laughs> it has. It's worked. It okay, has, good. Yeah. Well, and good. I'm, and and, and I'm right. right there with, I can't fight it. Just pay Yeah, money. well, you're not going to because it's too much hassle and it's too <laughs> much money. Me. And it's just easier. It's just me. Just comply. I know. Look, and they know that. There's the video. As yep. I'm running the light. Just go. Exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what I've said on each of my 15. <laughs> Which, by the way, I haven't received a ticket in I know quite you've a while. Been great. It's been a couple of years, I think. You've been great. Yeah. Uh, so good for you. Yeah. Put that limiter on your car now. Right. <laughs> yeah, the limiter is taking my foot off the gas. That's the limiter now. All right. Uh, it's been great. Thanks for being with us. Glenn is back on Monday here on the Glenn Beck Program. And we'll see you on uh, Pack Ray Unleashed. And Chewing the Fat every day, Monday through Friday. You're listening to Glenn Beck.